everybody. Welcome to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. This is a very special episode. We're going to be releasing some of our classic episodes, we, we like to call them, because uh, we're a little full of ourselves. So. <laughs> they're they're not reruns. They're classics. Yeah. Lost I think, classics. I think by any standard, they're considered classics. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, many. They're, they're right up there with, you know... Homer and Shakespeare, it's it's right right below them. It's true. Is us. But uh yeah, and it's Valentine's Day. Uh so, so we're releasing releasing a special love song for Valentine's Day. And Love this is song, song is Well, I was gonna a say a little bit of an is, overpromise. Yeah, this is a song about a guy who's in love with a woman who presumably knows doesn't know him from Adam. He's obsessed with her. He might kills think for his her. name is Adam. <laughs> possibly. Might, might think his name possibly. is Adam. Yeah, and uh, here in the year 2019, we would call this uh, uh, a harrowing case of toxic masculinity. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Back, back when That's we recorded true. it, or, <laughs> or she's it. just not that into you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we might even have made that joke at the time because that movie was probably <laughs> we might have. just out. There's also a uh, a real early Breaking Bad joke. Uh, yes, that's true. That's when I was true. listening back, it was probably in like its first or second season at the time. So. It was so topical back then. <laughs> it's so relevant. Yeah, yeah. but what's uh, funny so is relevant. that the finale of Breaking Bad, not to spoil it for anybody, but it, it happened years ago, uh-huh. um, yeah. references this episode. <gasps> uh, yes. I'm sorry, reference, references this song. It does. Right. That's right. right. No, Is this it, episode. No, this 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 specific episode. This podcast. podcast. So basically, right. tell your friend Brian Cranston <laughs> to meet up with That's right. us. That's right. It's super weird. Just like in the middle of murdering all those uh, <laughs> New Mexico Nazis, just like Jesse and and Walter are just staring at each other. And uh, and out of nowhere, Jesse's like, "Have you heard the Story Song podcast? By the way, it's great. I've been listening to it while I was a slave making meth. Anyway, I hate you. And I and I appreciate it, but Vince Gilligan, it felt forced. I'm going to say yeah, that I we appreciated the shout out, but it was weird. And Walter uh, White says, "Yeah, I just rated it five stars on Apple Podcasts." Yeah. <laughs> then he looked at the camera and winked, and I thought that I really liked that part because I oh love when God. people wink at the camera. It was um, a really good media buy for us. Yeah, yeah, we it really we 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 blew our budget for uh, the rest of our lives. I'm still yeah. massively, massively in debt uh, because of that. Um, and as we pointed out in the green room before we started recording, this we believe scholars believe we'll have to go back and 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 super check this. This was our first uh, one man show joke, yes. um, which is a uh, we love that joke. Yeah, uh, we've we've done it many times. But, An unintentional uh, recurring joke. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the best kind. The best kind. The, the the best kind of recurring jokes are the ones you forgot that you told last right. time yeah. and you tell them again. Okay, so this is El Paso by Marty Robbins. And besides being uh, for Valentine's Day, this was requested on Twitter by Steve J. Rogers Jr. So, Steve, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy it. And uh, we hope you guys, everyone out there listening, enjoys El Paso by Marty Robbins. <laughs> Or, you know, I hear Dallas is nice this time of year, too. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Michael Gazelle. And I'm Rachel Oaks. Each and every week we celebrate the wonderful world of story songs by concentrating on one story song and walking you through it 
to some might say a little too much detail, but, <laughs> but it's it's what we do. It's what we like. To Who do. would say that? And this week on the show, we're going to talk about the song El Paso by Marty Robbins, um, mm-hmm. our oldest song we've ever done. Yes, this one dips back into the uh, the late fifties. Yeah, it's a classic. A classic country ditty. Yeah, in the world of country music and in the world of story songs, this is this is a classic. Yeah. yeah. You've probably heard this song in a in a movie or a TV show when the movie or TV show wants to say or a time life treasury of country yeah. yes, <laughs> commercial or when a, or when a movie and a TV show wants to say this happened a very long time ago yes, yes. <laughs> this is pre rock yeah. and roll this is yeah. the, usually one of the few songs that they go to yeah. so uh, the story of El Paso is very simple uh, we have a cowboy he's in love with a woman named Felina he's in love with her although he describes her as evil and wicked yep. Uh, one night, uh, he finds Felina in the cowboy bar, sharing a drink with another young cowboy. Uh, this cowboy is presumably uh, younger, uh, better looking. <laughs> a better a better steed. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably has a faster horse. A yeah. new model of cowboy. <laughs> yes. Um, he uh, gets incredibly jealous. Um, he, he says, uh, I will fight you for the, for the right of this evil woman's hand. Uh, the other cowboy goes for his gun, but our hero uh, is faster and shoots him dead. Uh, he then immediately runs out of town uh, to escape the mob that no doubt will be lynching him within a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, hangs out outside of town for a little while, but then decides he loves Felina too much and goes back to El Paso. Almost immediately sees <laughs> said mob. They chase him. He tries to get to Felina's back door, uh, but all of a sudden he discovers that he has been shot. And as he's bleeding out at Felina's door, she comes out and, and uh, holds him. And he, uh, he dies uh, in the arms of a woman who... Yeah, probably liked it the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina, music would play and Felina would whirl. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina, wicked and evil while casting a spell. My love was deep for this Mexican maiden. I was in love, but in vain I could tell. Right off the bat, this song tells you what I like, which is, where does the story take place? Yeah. <laughs> it tells you exactly, not only the name of the town, yeah. but w- exactly where it's located. Yeah. Am There's... I in East Texas, North no, Texas, in... South Texas? No, I'm in West Texas. Right. And it's a whole different vibe out there where you can fall in love with a Mexican gal, but it'll be nothing but trouble. There's five W's and this story right off the bat (laughs) answers one of them, the where. Reading these first uh, couple of lines, anybody else think that that A, he's a drunk and B... Why, because he goes to a cantina? (laughs) Maybe you wanted an iced tea and to listen to the jukebox. Uh, Yeah. by, By the way, in my head... I hear Cantina. All I hear is do Can I be honest with you? Yeah. He said Cantina, and my brain went Star Wars joke, Star Wars joke, Star Wars joke. And I said, "Come on, brain, let's not be hacky. Let's let's try to." Thankfully, Rachel's here. And my brain said, "Hack it up! Come on, Star Wars joke." Rachel's here to pick up the hack slack, as I like to call it. It's my hack slack. That's what I do. Right off the bat, here, the hero of our story is either. Uh, a jerk or a crazy person. It's yeah. really one of the two. Stop. Yeah, hero should definitely be put into quotes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, our main character. Yeah. This is, that. I mean, very quickly, this, it's like, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Oh, good for you. But very quickly we find out, 
Oh, you no no no! You're a stalker. Yeah. yeah, you're watching her twirl around and whirl around. Well, he says he says uh, uh, he describes his, her eyes as blacker than night, and said she was she's wicked and evil, mm-hmm. casting a spell over him. The, these are not these are not good words. Yeah. These so, are not healthy words to be describing a relationship. In fact, I would not be surprised if poor Felina has no idea who this guy is. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's absolutely true. Another dude in in the uh, in the cantina. Because um, his description of her is purely physical and then he follows it up by saying my love was deep for this Mexican maiden. But your love is based <laughs> on the fact that she has dark hair right. and that mm-hmm. she's pretty to look at. Yeah. It's he doesn't say like she's such a good listener. She's such a nice lady. Mm-hmm. She's a little homely, but right. like <laughs> good personality. But, but she sure. gets me. But, My know, love was deep for this Mexican lady. Yeah. She no, she's hot. Right. And I like the way she dances. <laughs> I sure like the way that girl twirls and whirls. <laughs> she makes a nice drink. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this has all the classic hallmarks of the stalker stocky yeah. relationship, right? Yeah. Because not only is he desperately in love with her. To the point of being willing to die for her. But he's also describing her as, oh, that damn woman like, yeah. bewitched yeah. me. I can't get away from her. <laughs> and he says, he says, I was in love, but in vain, I could tell. Like, right. I know she doesn't love me. Why would she love somebody like me? But she will love me. I'm going <laughs> to go outside and wait for her in a dark alley. Yeah. Show you her sh- how much I love you her. You can imagine in a hundred years from now, if Felina was like a big Hollywood star, this guy breaking into her house with a gun and saying, if I can't have you, no one can. Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, she's like, I don't, I'm sorry. Have we met? I don't yeah. understand. Too soon to make my sister Sam joke. <laughs> oh my God. Too late, I would say. <laughs> You're both I know. horrible. I know. Uh, I'm also awful. I'm also imagining the 25 year old listening to this going, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> one night a while, your cowboy came in. Wild as the West Texas wind. Dashing and daring a drink he was sharing with wicked Felina, the girl that I love. So in anger, I challenged his right for the love of this maiden. Down with his hand for the gun that he wore. My challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat. The handsome young stranger lay dead on the floor. It was a deep love, and uh, nobody else could 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 take her away. Until well, somebody takes her until away. Somebody tries to take her away, and he's like, "How dare you!" Yeah. And again, I feel like it's maybe one of those things, like in the Copa, maybe too quick to anger. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Definitely. a little too quick to anger. There's anger issues. Like the guy's like, hey, thanks a lot. That's my woman. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> At the very least, let's imagine Felina and our hero are... Are in a relationship. Okay. She's talking to some dude at the bar. Mm-hmm. No reason to start like the, hey, I'm going to kill you. No, she's sharing a drink with him. Okay, but here's the thing. She works in the cantina. Do you not think that's part of her job? No, but she shouldn't she? be drinking if she works in the cantina. Hold on, but does she? Because it says that music would play and Felina would whirl. Oh, she a dancer? Maybe she was a dancer. I think she was a dancer. Oh, or, she thinks dancer? I thought maybe she was just like, you know, you know those girls? The music <laughs> starts playing and it's like, who's yeah. that? Oh, that's poor Joan. What, she's in here every night dancing around. She's like, oh, I love this Journey song. Oh, 
<laughs> okay, so Felina's a bar tramp. Yeah, right. she might be just a bar tramp. Nobody else. There's not even a dance floor. <laughs> She's just dancing because everybody makes a stage around her. Because she's like a like, drunk girl because her, her yeah. eyes are closed at all times. Yeah, she's, she's dancing she's with like her eyes bouncing closed. off of walls. With a cigarette and drink in one yeah. hand. <laughs> her favorite Journey song comes on the jukebox and like all of her friends run over to sing to her. <laughs> like they all like form a circle and sing at each other. Yeah. Right. They don't sing along with the jukebox. They just scream the lyrics. Yeah, but then she goes to dance by herself and they go... Anybody else think Felina's a bitch? <laughs> Anybody else think that she's wicked and evil while casting a spell? <laughs> yeah, well, totally. Well, all of that, all of that being true. Yeah. Still too quick to yes. be like, I'm yeah. sorry. Even in a duel. Even in the old West. Yeah. yeah. Where people were shooting each other uh, constantly. Mm-hmm. He's still a little too quick to it. It wasn't like he found them kissing right. or something. That's fine. You know what? In the the more I think about it. She was probably just standing next to this dude. She was. Yeah. She had a drink. He had a drink. She doesn't even know he's there. Yeah. I don't know. They're saying that they shared a drink. I'm picturing one glass, two straws. <laughs> They're not at a malt shop. <laughs> and a giant glass of whiskey. Yeah. One moonshine, two straws. <laughs> we don't have straws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that this bartender character had a whole thing. He had several... Several character traits. <laughs> He's very full of my uh, mind. You fleshed him out very quickly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh but anyway, yeah, I think I, I. This is my personal opinion. Yeah, I think Felina is a dancer in the bar, and it is part of her job to flirt with the customers. Mm-hmm. It's 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 as simple as that. She's not going to do anything with them, but that's what keeps them coming in. Is wicked evil girls with pure black eyes? Yeah. Right. Have you seen that? Have you seen that girl? And they get Dean over there. That's what brings him in. And then, yeah, I mean, whatever their relationship is, either he doesn't know her at all, or she doesn't mm-hmm. know him at all, and he's completely crazy, or even if they are together, dude, chill out. Yeah. yeah. So she's the she's Lola of the of Rose's Cantina. Right. Possibly. The yeah. hottest spot west of Havana. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's the woman who, um, she's like the barmaid who, there's like an 80-year-old man who goes... When are you going to marry me? <laughs> when are you going to marry me? She says, oh, darling, as soon as I have a chance, right. I'm going to make you my woman. <laughs> okay, sweetheart. She puts more pretzels that's, on that's the bar five, and walks that'll away. That'll be right. 5.50. Okay, real quick, Rachel, do the piano player. <laughs> <laughs> do all the characters. And I think it would go a little something like this. For those, ding, of, you, ding, 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 ding. For those of you who don't know, Rachel has an off-Broadway show opening. <laughs> About El Paso, she called, plays all of the characters. It's called Rose's Cantina. <laughs> it's just a spotlight, a folding chair, a music stand, and Rachel. It starts off, the light comes on, and all I say uh, is, what a night this is <laughs> Just for a moment I stood there in silence, shocked by the foul evil deed I had done. Many thoughts raced through my mind as I stood there. I had but one chance, and that was to run. Out through the back door of roses I ran, out where the horses were tied. I caught a good one, it looked like it could run. Up on its back and away I did ride. Just as fast as I could from the West Texas town of El Paso Back to the badlands of New Mexico If you watch 
movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. Especially not very good ones. Yeah. You would think that in the Old West, you just shoot a person and go back to your drink. And right. like, yeah. nobody cares. Yes. Yeah. And this is probably a more realistic version where people are like, yeah, you just can't run around shooting people. Right. Like, that's not, right. that's not allowed. There are consequences. And he has a conscience about it. He, yes. sa- he says that he, uh, he reflects on the, uh, how does he Foul, say? evil deed he had done. Yeah. All right. Um, t- this, this whole story is too little too late. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does, it, but he doesn't say he regrets it. He's no, like, he no, he deserved it. Like, oh, wow, but I... that was probably not the best thing to do. Christmas is coming. Yeah. yeah. Now, is Be he... on the naughty list. <laughs> is he, but is he upset that he shot this guy for the guy? Or is he upset because he's like, oh, now I just ruined my life. Now everyone's mad at me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good point. He's not like, yeah. he's not like, oh, I've just taken a life. He's like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> right. Someone's going to tell on me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a very sociopath thing of like, oh no, now poor me. Yeah. Everyone's going to be mad at me just because I simply shot this guy. On the way out, he says, Felina, wait for me. And she says, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I'll tell you where to meet me. Top <laughs> <laughs> um, of the hill. Yeah, so then he but he escapes. And how far do you think he goes? Well, he goes well, He, he gets back. himself a good horse. Right. He could tell it can run because yeah. it's... I don't know, not bow-backed. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a good running horse. Yeah. They're mostly good running horses. It has an inspection like... sticker on it that's really <laughs> recent, so... Yeah. He went, I mean, he went to the Badlands. He went real, he went real far. I don't know geography. We've got, we've figured this out, yeah. I think, in, before. I just don't know geography, but I think New Mexico's far enough away. It's not in Texas. He's, he wants to he's be out of the jurisdiction the of that particular yep, he mom. wants to be I over see. the border to New Mexico, where he can start selling meth. <laughs> I might be mixing that up with something else. Breaking Bad, El Paso. <laughs> He's a chemistry teacher, right? <laughs> Back in El Paso, my life would be worthless. Everything's gone in life, nothing is left. It's been so long since I've seen the young maid. My love is stronger than my fear of death. I saddle up and away I did go, riding alone in me onward, down off the hill to Felina I go. Off to my right I see five mounted cowboys, off to my left right a dozen or more. Shouting and shooting, I can't let them catch me, I have to make it to Rose's back door. And he starts to think about it, and think about, oh my god, he thinks about it so much. And all I could say is, dude, just don't go back to. Dude, well, why? This is you. You like, made it. You made it. You are free. You are free, dude. But this woman you've never spoken to. Yeah. Yeah. Just you can't get her out of your head. Yeah. yeah. Love gets thrown around pretty strongly. Yeah. My love for her is stronger than death. Slow your roll. Play <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's love. Yeah. I think it's lust at that. Also, point. Also, yeah. Even it's if- not even lust at that point. It's like she's pretty. Yeah. But That's it's also. It. On top of everything else, this guy's a moron. 
Because <laughs> you just shot this dude, like, a week ago, yeah. probably, right? Yeah, it's not like it's... I don't think it's months. No. I think it's just, he's like... It's How long does it take half. to get to New Mexico on horseback? Google um, map that. I think it's like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Three and a half hours without traffic. Sure. <laughs> Not during rush hour, late at night. Right, exactly. Yeah. When the canteen is open. Yeah. yeah. You, but you know what's going to happen. Like, if you're like, oh, I love her so much, I got to be with her. You're still not, you're going to go back there, you're going to die immediately. Yeah. Like, he rides into town and there are a dozen cowboys waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, what is the point of going back? You're going to just die anyway. You're not going to, you're still not going to get to be with her. He just needs to see her one more time. Uh. There's no wicked ladies in uh, New Mexico. <laughs> They're all sweet young things. New Mexico is actually famous for its lack of wicked ladies. <laughs> yeah. But what's great is he, he, um, he's standing or his horse is standing. He's sitting on the horse. Sure. Who is standing mm-hmm. on top of the hill, looking over the town where the cantina is and, he just takes a moment and he's like, let's do this. Yeah, yeah he and is. He rides into town and he's like, no, they're probably going to get me. He looks to his left. Oh, there they are. Looks to his right. Oh, there they are. And then they get him. They're literally waiting for him. Yeah. So oh, he yeah. wasn't gone long. They're sitting on horseback waiting for this guy to show up. Either he wasn't gone long or that mob has nothing <laughs> to do. <laughs> well, I, like, I do like that on one side there's five mounted cowboys yeah. on the right side. But on, on the left side, there's a dozen or more. Yeah. Go right. Yeah. <laughs> better chances. Better, much better chances. They did not figure that out quite well. You, everybody, flank them on the on the left, and then me and Phil and the other three <laughs> Phils will all go to the right. <laughs> the other three Phils. Yeah. A lot of Phils in this month. Yeah. Yeah. Something is dreadfully wrong, for I feel a deep burning pain in my soul. Though I am trying to stay. I'm getting weary, unable to ride But my love for the leader is strong And I rise where I fall Though I am weary, I can't stop to rest I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle I feel the bullet go deep in my chest he, he, he figures that his best bet is to go straight towards the cantina so that he's in a crossfire. Mm-hmm. And, and he hopes that he misses, they all miss him and shoot each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Which might out. have happened, but he doesn't know it. No. He, he Actually, he thinks it happened. He's like, yeah, I did it. I got through. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. What is this burning? Yeah. Now, that's a thing that happens all the time in movies and TV shows and size where somebody gets shot and doesn't realize it. I'm calling bullshit. I don't think <laughs> anyone has ever gotten shot and not realized it right yeah. away. That that seems highly unlikely to me. Yeah. That he's like, oh, what is this burning in my side? Something doesn't feel right. Oh, I've been shot. No, I think you're like, ow, I immediately I've been shot. It's I like get it. it's like the show I didn't know I was pregnant. Right? <laughs> I didn't know so I was up. shot on horseback. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. You knew that you was pregnant at some point. Right. But um, what I like about this is that it, it is very much like a movie. And it, it, I, I love this song. I think it's great. It's great I think it's the melody is fantastic. The, the, the lyrics are really cool. It tells a really great story. And I think it's it's also unique in the the story songs that we've talked about in that it's first person and it's completely his perspective. And of all the songs with a murder in it, your main character, your narrator, very rarely dies. He's not the one who's murdered, True. and he dies in this, and that's the end of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what's cool about that that scene to me when when he gets shot is there's always like. In movies, there's that first shot that gets them and sort of slows them down, yeah. but it doesn't 
stopped them completely. And that's when he feels like the burning in his side and he's trying to ride his horse, but he's getting like weak. And then he sees a puff of smoke and he's like, well, this is it. <laughs> yeah. That was the one. Yeah. It's yeah. like in Scream where like they sort of stab each other on the side, but it doesn't inside and, you know. Right. Nev I'm, Campbell. Yeah. She's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's like Scream. It's very Scream. <laughs> Nev Campbell. <laughs> totally it's like Scream, it. Nev Campbell. <laughs> well, Nev Campbell, yeah, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to spoil the the, well, the movie from 1990 well, something. He falls and he just he's loves Felina so much that he keeps on going and then he sees the puff of smoke and he's like, you know. No. <laughs> and all I can picture is Felina going, "Oh god. <laughs> what the hell am I supposed to do with this?" From out of nowhere, Felina has found me kissing my cheek as she kneels by my side. Cradled by two loving arms that I'll die for. One little kiss and Felina goodbye. Also, he says Felina out of nowhere. Yes. She comes. Well, I'm sorry. Everybody in town is shooting you. <laughs> I think where she came from was, what the hell is that racket? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There's a no, huge shooting going on. Everybody in town is shooting him outside of her place of business. Right. I, I guess... <laughs> out of nowhere. Out of the place that she was in, two feet away. <laughs> and he's, where there's a shootout. Yeah. And I think... I think he's being cradled by her, but not for the reason that he thinks. Yeah. She's he's she's not cradling like it's all going to be okay. She's cradling him and then trying to drag him away from her front door. Yeah. Like trying <laughs> This is to, bad for business. Yeah. Trying to just get him next door to the yeah. apothecary or whatever. Probably <laughs> not apothecary. Probably not apothecary. You're scaring my customers. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like and he's like just kiss me. She's like I'm not kissing you. I'm just I'm just trying to get you off of my Yeah. Part or of my job is porch. to sweep the front porch. Or or she cradles him, and he's like, oh, finally, Flynn is here. And that's when her hand goes over his mouth. And she very slowly finishes the job. Here's, here's another possible alternative theory. Yeah. Okay? This guy is completely out of his gourd. He's crazy. Sure. Yeah, I think that's he very goes, possible. He goes back to town, right? Gets shot, mm. right? Felina, out of nowhere, is suddenly <laughs> cradling him. Is she, or did you finally snap, buddy? Yeah. Are you just imagining as the as the blood drains out of your brain? Yeah. <laughs> it's Felina. No, you've lost a lot of blood. Yeah. Felina's, or Felina is wicked and evil. Maybe she's death. Right. Maybe, it's, maybe Felina is death. Yeah. That's why she's been hanging around. She's like, every night she's doing the dance of death. And he's like, and she's like, this guy, this guy has got to drop one at some moment. I need, I needs to get my soul. Yeah. Now, were they, were they shooting at him because he murdered that other cowboy or because he stole somebody's horse? Uh, when when he ran out of the bar, he took a horse. It wasn't his. He just found a good one. Cowboys are a dime a dozen. Yeah. Horses, yeah. They're, they're yours for life. Yeah. yeah. I think it might be the horse. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd buy. I I I'd buy that because you know back, horse over like, back in the day, like <laughs> back in the day, like after like I don't know murder and like something else, like number three on the list was cattle rustling. Like they, they were not screwing you around do with that. that. Yeah, you, you couldn't. See, I mean, that's like stealing a car. Is yeah. stealing a horse. It's yeah. like stealing a car, stealing an entire business. You know, like you got that crap. That is yeah. what. That's what you make your living with. Yeah. So he's a murderer. He's a horse thief. He's just a bad person. Well, you know what? I mean, I'm, in the old West, everyone was a murderer and a horse thief. Yeah. And a stalker. Yeah. He's got a lot of things going on. Yeah. I kind of wish he'd lived at the end so I could learn more about his story and he could get help. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't think they had a lot of reform programs in the old West. <laughs> yeah. They had a lot of tying you up to trees. <laughs> yeah. There weren't like 12 step. No. <laughs> there was a lot, lot of, let's think about what you've done. Let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about it. And the last line is one little kiss and Felina goodbye. It doesn't say that she gives it. Maybe it's like a request. Like, just give me one little kiss right. before I die. And she's like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if you could see yourself right now, but yeah. you're pretty disgusting. <laughs> Gross. And uh, and then this guy this guy dies, and presumably uh, Felina moves on and enchants another another man, <laughs> yeah. and the cycle starts all over again. Maybe witcher woman. <laughs> Maybe that's why she goes to embrace him at the end. She's like, oh, I can't believe I did this to another guy yeah. with my <laughs> wicked ways. <laughs> she just grabs him, and says, "See what happens when you mess with Felina." Right. <laughs> Pay your tab. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're talking about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Hey, Daniel, can we talk about your uh, commitment issues? Uh, Yeah, what are you talking about? Well, you listen to the podcast, but you don't subscribe. Oh, I know. I just, you know, I don't like to be tied down. Hey, 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 hey. Take the plunge. Subscribe. All right, I'll, I'll do it. I'll subscribe. Do it. Okay, I already, I already said that. I said that I would... Subscribe. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody, we're back. Hi. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about the history of the song El Paso by Marty Robbins. Rachel, take it away. All right, well, it was written and recorded by good old Marty Robbins in 59, uh, and it hit, good for him, <laughs> Billboard Hot, number, uh, Hot 100, number one uh, in December 29th, uh, 1959 to January 11th, 1960, spanning two decades. Spanning two decades. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the first number, last number one of the 50s, first, first number one of the 60s. Yeah, and then it was also, of course, of course, but it was, of course, country western number one, yeah. best country western number one for about two months, a uh, month and a half, which is, again, good for him. Yeah. And we're still talking about it. Yeah. Um, so in the on the Billboard Hot 100, the, it was the last week of December, first week of January. Yeah. Um, so I think a good New Year's song. Yeah. <laughs> like nope, in 1959, really. people were rocking out to this. New- <laughs> yeah. Have you heard the new Marty Robbins? Yeah. Let, let's dance to the new Marty, Marty Robbins. Yeah. Three. They were like, three, two. Is that El Paso? Oh, forget <laughs> out it. Out in the uh, old Texas. Texas town of El Paso. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. So, um, and it was longer, as we know, back then, if it was not... Uh, a two-minute song. It wasn't getting played. But they released both the edited and unedited version of the song. Yeah, right. this is a, for 1959, this is a really long song. It's like five minutes. Yeah. And uh, and the full-length version was the hit. People were like, we need more of the... There's just not enough of it. Every time I hear it, it makes me think of New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like it's just a, it just feels like I'm I'm beginning anew. Yeah. Every time that guy gets shot, I just feel like I'm beginning anew. Also, I shot someone at my New Year's party. <laughs> he was a cowboy. It's my life. Um, so the um, and the weird thing is that the the thing that the edited version took out um, was the verse where uh, the narrator uh, has any sort of remorse for the murder. <laughs> um, they were like, oh, we need we don't we, he doesn't need to have a conscience, right? Like we'll just get rid of that. What's the first thing to go? <laughs> is the conscience. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, so anything that makes this guy somewhat of a complex character. <laughs> it's out. And in 1959, you'd think there'd have to be some sort of, like, 
moral repercussions for for him shooting someone. See, I don't think so, but because uh, I think that nowadays everybody's PC. You got to have both sides of the story. Duh, 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 duh. Back then, it was like all we need to know is that the, this guy gets shot. Yeah, get to the point. Yeah, right. We I don't need to know. So. Back then, there was no duh, duh, duh. We don't need to know the inner workings. This is not. We're not. We're not doing therapy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess it was more clear cut. Good guy, bad guy. Things were more black and white back then, literally, because everything was in (laughs) black and white. Yeah. (laughs) I I would just like to say, if there are um, songwriters out there, um, don't write sequels to your songs. Yeah. Just don't. Don't write sequels to your songs. It's like Judy's turn to cry. Not as good as it's my party. No, it's still pretty good. And Marty, who I am sure that Marty got so much smoke blown up his butt over El Paso (laughs) that he thought he could do no wrong. He's like, yeah, no. Listen, do you know who I am? I'm Marty El Paso Robbins. (laughs) I do's what I wants to do. So he wrote and recorded two sequels to the song. In 66, he decided he had like a bourbon and he's like, you know what? People need to know Felina's point of view. (laughs) And he wrote Felina from El El Paso and it's eight minutes long. Yeah. Here's, well, if El Paso is like 40 minutes long, so... Yeah. yeah. Why not well, get Felina eight minutes? It sort of it sort of feels like... This is one of the times where he he learned all the wrong lessons. When he yeah. was like, wait, the long version was the hit. <laughs> I gotta make the next one even longer! <laughs> like, no, no, you had a fluky hit with a long song. Don't yeah. be like, well, I'll double it next time. That, and then I'll go straight to number one. Yeah. Also, you know what people love? Secondary characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does Felina think about all of this? And here's the thing. I'm not sure what I um, like less. Okay. The fact that... Um, a song like this where the, the next sequel came out like six years later so he's been just stewing about it for six years and is like <laughs> I need to finish this story or yeah. something like Judy's Turn to Cry where it was like instantly there was the, the sequel where they're, they're like it's my party and now let's see Judy's this, Turn to Cry this, this type of thing uh, I don't know if I like it more or less this is a lot sadder to me right is it really? turn, well here's why Judy's Turn to Cry was Oh, we had this quick hit. Let's quickly cash in and try yeah. to make some more money. Mm-hmm. This is six years have gone by, and I got nothing to show for it. So <laughs> let me go think... back to the well. <laughs> what is the only this hit? worked right? Let me go back and make another version of this same song. Yeah. But I don't think he was. I think he was he was successful for those right. six years, and it's just like you know what. The fans need a reward. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to go back. They love El Paso. They want to know more about Felina. Felina's getting her own song. Also, she deserves it. It's fair. Because all they know about her is that she's wicked. Right. Maybe she's not. Maybe she reads. Yeah. Yeah. And now, that would be all well and good if it weren't for the fact that 10 years after Felina's song comes El Paso City, which tells the story of someone who heard El Paso... (laughs) Feels a supernatural connection to the cowboy in the first song. So now he hears the the, the hero of this song hears the song El Paso. Yeah, that is that. Part of my French. That's some meta <laughs> shit right there. That's crazy, right? That's that crazy. Is, that is the. Uh... And he wrote it on a plane flying over El Paso, wow. which of course he's like. I'm sorry. Oh, did... hey, 
Did, did Marty Robbins write this song, or did Charlie Kaufman write this song? Because <laughs> we are through the looking glass here, people. So the sequel was ten years after the first sequel, which yes. was six years after the original. Right. So it's 16 years. Right. The El Paso story is a 16-year... Epic. Yeah. Yeah. We're also, by the way, it's now 1976. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this, is, a, uh, this is a much different era right. than the one that yeah. El Paso came yeah. out in. And, From um, 1959. Right. Wait, is the person in the song, and I know you don't know, but is the person in the song, <laughs> is he in 1976 hearing El Paso? Yeah. Or is he... I'm going to say That's yes, crazy. even though I know we should have researched this more and listened to them. <laughs> but I, 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 my experience, El Paso experience was full up after, right. um, and then Felina goodbye. Like, yeah. I was like, and I am satisfied. <laughs> so I, I am emotionally exhausted. Yeah. Um, can I ask a question? You can. How did he not write a song that's about a guy listening to the song El Paso <laughs> City, about a guy listening to the song El Paso? I think he. I think he's waiting for. Uh, I don't know. He tried doing it, and the world stopped spinning. <laughs> he got sucked into a wormhole. Now yeah. he's in an alternate universe where the Nazis won. He's like, <laughs> if only I hadn't written that fourth song. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> um, but so- it, it appears that Marty Robbins learned nothing from Greece too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need a sequel. No, you don't. A musical sequel, never. Mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Um, he, and th- again, this is, a, a um, much like Copacabana where, uh, our, our pal Barry, yeah. like Mr. Manila. I like to call him Bear. I like to call him Mr. Manila. Um, he, he said that he wrote Copacabana in like 15 minutes. Yeah. It just came to him. Marty Robbins says he wrote El Paso as fast as he could write it down and the same for El Paso City. Don't tell Felina people. Felina from El Paso took forever. <laughs> if people ask me if I wrote a song and they were, I would say no because yeah. I haven't. <laughs> if I had, sure. If I had, I would say yeah. It took me. You know, it was just it was just a labor of love. I really worked it hard. Took yeah. me really worked hard. I wouldn't be like, um, I had some nachos and yeah. I wrote a song and it was a yeah. big hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know? hey uh, how'd that run that hit go? Yeah, I crapped it out real fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I was on hold. <laughs> and, no, I, uh, it took me three and a half years to write that song. Then why did it only get to number 150 in the charts? You yeah. know what? Shut up. You know, yeah. you no, that's a good point. That's mouth. a good point. Because then you get somebody like me who says, don't come at me with 20. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, but I worked so hard on it. And uh, f- a final little note, there is a real... Rose's Cantina in El Paso, which I I need to delve deeper into it. Not yeah, sure I'm, if it came after the song. I feel like it would have. Like, I, I bet there's three Rose's Cantinas <laughs> yeah. in El Paso, all claiming to be the uh, yeah. Rose's Cantina. They're the Ray's Pizza yes. of El Paso. <laughs> and that is, uh, that's what we got about this uh, wonderful song. The, uh, the 16-year... Epic trilogy yep. of El Paso. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, it's the Godfather. It the, is, uh, yeah. Of, of it is because the Godfather was 1972, and the Godfather Part Three was 1990. So there is that span. And somehow Sofia Coppola ruined both <laughs> <laughs> trilogies. Uh, <laughs> she uh, played Felina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, we all take right. A, another quick break, and when we come back, it's going to be time for Lessons Learned. 
we hate to bother you, but we were just wondering if you could do us a small favor. Write us a review on iTunes. You know, it helps other people find the show. I know you're busy, but it would really help us out. We work really hard, you know. It'll only take a few minutes. Also, call your mother. All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this story song? Rachel, as always, we'll start with you. What do you got? Uh, Well, uh, when you are stealing a horse... Mm. And you think, oh, this one can run. See just how far it can run. <laughs> Maybe don't backtrack. Right. Maybe be like, well, we got to New Mexico. Let's see if we can get to California. Let's see if we just keep on going. Maybe yeah. the fact that he went back, maybe that was the horse's fault. Maybe the horse was like, I got to get home. Yeah. It's a homing horse? Yeah. Yeah. He, he'll go as far as you want, but he is turning the hell around. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a boomerang. <laughs> he <laughs> ate a boomerang beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael, what do you got? My lesson is also uh, a little bit about the horse. It's when you... <laughs> the main character of our story. <laughs> well, it's, it's, he's sort of the unsung hero of this. Sure. Um, so I learned that when you go back to the town where you murdered a cowboy in a bar fight, mm-hmm. and you will, you're yeah, going to sure, do that. Of course. If you're a horse, that's one of the things you're going to do. No, not the horse. Not if you're the horse. If yeah. you're the guy riding the horse. Right. Um, Leave the horse on top of the hill. Uh-huh. Like walk to the cantina because it is going to be like certain death. Like don't don't drag the horse into your shit. Right. Yeah. Like you've got problems. You have got people chasing after you. They don't want to kill the horse. Especially, They're mad that you stole the horse. Especially not your. It's not your horse to. No. With. And like don't take him into the line of fire. Be like blue. You're gonna <laughs> hang out up here. Blue. You done. Thanks for taking yeah. me to New Mexico. Go eat some oats. And then good. walk through your line of fire and Felina will come and get you. Like, did Felina give the horse a hug? No. no. And he was a good one. Yeah. He looked like he could run. He did. And he did run. Good for him. Then he came back. Cowboy, Aww. murderer, animal lover. <laughs> uh, Daniel, what's your lesson? I'm going to say I learned a lesson both from this song and from Copacabana, which is if you are a man... And you go into a bar or a nightclub. Mm-hmm. Do not talk to anybody <laughs> <laughs> under any circumstance. If the coat check girl smiles and says, just take your coat off and throw it at her. <laughs> Do not talk to her. Because here's the thing. Somebody's going to shoot your ass. Yeah. That's the thing. Whoever you're talking to, she's got a boyfriend who's in the club. He's got a gun and a short temper. Mm-hmm. And then it's boom, boom, and you're gone. Okay? Oh. Eyes on the floor at all times. <laughs> just go to those Just go to those bars that have only boys in it. Yeah. <laughs> the kind that I like. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Michael Gazelle. I'm Rachel Oaks. Listen to the Story Song Podcast. I'll talk to you next week with another great story song. Goodbye. Right, and we're back. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone enjoyed that. I think as we as we mentioned, one person did not enjoy that, and that was the main character. Yeah, <laughs> no. Also, well, it- also very relevant to uh, to the year 2019. As as we mentioned, there were two sequels yes. that were written yeah. uh, to that song, and and now if it came out now, there would be like an expanded El Paso universe. Oh yeah, uh, there'd be side movies. There'd mm-hmm. be team ups. It would be. Be really exciting. So there'd be one from like the there'd be a, a movie about the cowboys chasing him at the end. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It'd and be, we would see like Felina's prequel, like how she got to 
El Paso, yeah. the whole, and the really, whole thing. And really in our in our universe of El Paso, the horse is really the <laughs> the sort of Iron Man of That's right. It is like he's he's what everything goes around. I want his yeah, love yeah. story basically, is what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. I well, you know what's funny? The horse is wildfire. Oh. Yeah, it's it That's all weird. takes place in the same universe. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we are you suggesting a story song podcast extended universe? Because I am super on board. Yeah, all for it. No, totally. All for it. I'm gonna need some uh, I'm gonna need some photographs, some string, yeah. and some <laughs> thumbtacks. We're doing this. I think I can make this work. We are doing this. Yeah. I mean, I think it is just because this is the second of the two story songs where my first thought is the horse is okay, right? Yeah. yeah. We're always like, super I don't, worried I don't about want the, the horse to be hurt. In it's this really funny thing. how we're always worried about the horse. Like, yeah, literally, the dozens horse did of, not ask to be a part of this. <laughs> dozens of people could die. We're like, yeah, but what about the horse? That's the, <laughs> the is horse. the horse okay? And, and any dogs in the area yeah. are they are they okay? And are uh, have their bellies yeah. been scratched? Anyway, <laughs> that's that's what we're mostly worried about. Anyway, he sa- thanks, he for, says, thanks for I... watching the Horsey Song podcast. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Horsey Song podcast. When he gets the horse, he says. I got a good one. He looked like he could run. Yeah. It was luck of the draw for the horse that he got stuck with this guy. Yeah. Well, he did I mean, not ask to be ridden into battle. That's life, Michael. It's like I'm more of a I'm more <laughs> of a lover than a runner. Yeah. You're, Full circle. You're you're either the horse that escapes with the guy or the horse that stays in the stable. Guys, we hope you have a wonderful Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Uh, we hope it does not end in in any sort of murder, whether you <laughs> committing it or you being murdered. Uh, yeah. Don't be like the guy from El Paso this Valentine's l- Day. Let's be careful out there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, have uh, some Tex-Mex for dinner. Yeah, exactly. You know? And uh, yeah, and uh, hopefully you have uh, a loved one that you can hold tight and, and have a great night. And, and if you uh, if you guys want, you should you could listen to this. Maybe you're listening to it Right now on Valentine's Day, and uh, I am so sorry. What, what, a, what a terrible, <laughs> terrible way to spend a romantic evening. But uh, listen, listen, everybody if that's has true, their I hope thing. You enjoyed it. Everybody that's has true. their thing, you know. So that's right. Well, that's who right. are we to judge, Daniel? Who uh, are we to judge? I don't know. I feel like I'm judge some people. Uh, <laughs> um, in all seriousness, uh, have a great Valentine's Day. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks, and I'm Michael Gazelle. Uh, we'll be back very soon. I think actually the Monday after you listen to this, yeah. uh, we'll have a brand new episode. So be sure to listen to that and rate us five stars on iTunes and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that fun junk. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. It's the Story Song Podcast. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.